straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive isn't just a slogan. It's a promise from CarPro USA. Jerry Reynolds is the CarPro who in his dealership days was elected chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council twice. His sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, who was elected to the Texas Radio Hall of Fame once, which is all anyone can be. Those are the guys, and this is CarPro USA. Well, it certainly is. This is CarPro USA, and we are here to make you, just make sure you don't make a mistake. We're, we're, we're going to be your guardian angels when it comes to cars. And so, Kevin McCarthy, my trusty sidekick, and I, when you call in, you can ask us your question. I'll tell you what I think, and I will try my best to give you the benefit of all the years I've spent in the auto industry as a car dealer owner and also as uh, being very involved with the factories. And so I can kind of give you a little bit of both sides of the story. You know, do I know everything about every car that was ever built? No, I do not. But I sure do try to keep up with them, and I drive about 100 of them a year, like the fantastic GV80 Genesis SUV I've had all week long. And, you know, every once in a while when you're a professional car reviewer, you get one of those vehicles, and you just you don't want to give it back. And it'll go back to uh, Hyundai Genesis on Monday. And I hate to see this one go. I've become attached to it. I'm a big fan of quiet rides, good good rides, but yet good acceleration. I love all-wheel drive. No secret there. But more than anything, I love to be able to say to our listeners, this is a bargain. This is a great value. And, and this is a great value. When you look at what you get for $65,000, you, you tend to just look at all the amenities of this thing, but you forget it's got a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. It's got three years of free maintenance. It's got a concierge service. So you will never, ever have to take this vehicle in for service. Is that where they come to your house, yeah. pick up the vehicle? Drop you a loaner. Drop you a loaner, and then bring it bring it back after they do the service. That's correct, and it's not. That's it's, that's almost as, that's better than Amazon. It's not just <laughs> you know it's not just warranty things either. It's routine maintenance. Of course, it's covered for three years. It's free. So, and look, when they came out with it, you know, when they first came out with the G eighty, and they started the concierge service, it was very clear why they were doing that. Not only is it an incentive to people to not have to take their car in for service, but they didn't want these people spending that kind of money on a car pulling up next to a 1992 Elantra on the same service drive, right? Uh-huh. They didn't want to mix those up together, so they came up with this plan to, um, you know, hey, we'll just do it for you. Different demographics. Yes. Now, Genesis is trying to separate itself and they're trying to force the dealers to build separate facilities just for Genesis. Um, looks like the majority of them have opted not to do that because of the cost millions of dollars into, you know, what's a brand that hasn't totally become established yet. Well, you but know, you're I right guarantee about you they're, they're those dealers that didn't do it. When they see this GV80, because there's a GV70, a little smaller one coming right behind it, 
and you, I can certainly see a larger one coming down the road. I got a feeling these dealers are going to wish they had went ahead and built the buildings. Well, when you were talking about the old Hyundai's, the 91 or 2001, you know, in the service drive, I get that. But I saw my first ever Palisade on the road, not just the one you have, but on the road today. And there ain't no flies on that. Oh, my God. Did you read my review? Well, yeah, I talked to you. I was listening to it. I saw it, you know. I mean, but I mean, it's amazing. the so, Genesis crowd and the Palisade crowd are the same crowd. Oh, sure it is. Yeah. I mean, you're you're going to spend close to 50 on a Palisade now if you get the uh, last edition that I had. I forget what they, what they called it, but uh, tell your rides up in that area too. You know, it's just, if, if you go back and look 20 years from now, and you say, which car company transformed itself the fastest and the best? The answer is Hyundai. Period. Case closed. Let's talk to Scott in Manhattan Beach, California. Hello, Scott. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm good, brother. What's on your mind? Good. Listen, I've been driving a Chevy pickup straight six. That's, first, that's the first one I got when I was 18 years old. I've still been driving a pickup truck. I want to get either a trailer or a slide-in camper for my truck, drive it cross-country for about six, eight months. Questions are whether I get a diesel or a gas, and should I get four-wheel drive? Which brand would you suggest? Oh, I'd definitely get four-wheel drive. Uh, that, that's a no-brainer, especially if you're going cross-country. You're going to use it. You're going to need it. And, frankly, they drive better, and the resale value is substantially better. I, th- I think you've got to decide if you want a camper a slide in or a travel trailer. And I, I don't think you can choose your truck until you do that because there's a lot of difference between what a truck will tow and what the payload will allow in the bed, like that camper you're talking about. So for me, I think step one, you got to make that decision. And then I can help you if you'll call me back, figure out which truck is the best. It's like I was talking to a caller last hour. A six-cylinder F-150 will now pull 12,500 pounds, but it doesn't have the suspension system to carry a large slide-in camper. And that's because you're towing something. It's on wheels. There's less resistance and not just pure weight on the rear end of that truck like there is with a camper. So... I don't know that I can help you today, Scott. I think that's a decision that you got to make. I know I've never had a slide-in camper. I've had several travel trailers. I've had a couple of motorhomes. And for me, you know, the trailer versus the slide-in, just, you know, logistically, I'd, I'd go with the travel trailer, unhook it when you get there. And you got something to drive without having to lug everything around like you would with that camper or like you do with a motorhome. You got a motorhome, you better pull it. So what you're saying? I'm sorry? Is what you're saying a trailer requires less of a truck than a sliding camper? Yes. No question. Now, okay. there are variations. If you get a, it depends on, there's a lot of different sizes in slide-in campers. But, you know, you just remember when this seven, eight months that you're going to be going across country. If you do the camper in the bed of the truck, you're going to have that thing with you everywhere you go. And, and 
you know, they're they're a little burdensome to drive, especially when you get into a a real strong headwind or side wind, which is going to happen. You're going to go cross country. Uh, so I, 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 let's make that decision and please call me back. I'll help you, but know before you call me, know what size trailer and what that trailer weighs, uh, either dry or wet. And by wet, I mean, when you've got all your stuff in it, new truck are used. Let the car pro help 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA. We're here every weekend, same time, same station. Kevin McCarthy, lucky enough to ride shotgun with you and Jerry Reynolds. And they're doing it again, Jerry. I saw another ad this week. People selling, no, they didn't say sell. People saying I could get a new pickup truck for half price. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going, wow, that's. That's even, you know, the rebates are better than I thought. The discounts are really deep. If they're going to sell me a $40,000 pickup for twenty grand, Yeah. How did it work out for you? Well, I, I knew what it was because you had educated me. Yes, that article this week in the newsletter. Subscribe today at the front page of carprousa.com, and we'll get it to you today. But I talked about that, one of the scams. Um, and what they're, what they're really say, saying is, and you probably didn't read it closely because you're, you're kind of a scanner. I read it closely. What they're doing is so, they're saying it's a lease. They don't tell you that. They don't say buy it for half price. They say drive it for half price. Right. And so you add up the lease payments. It's about 50% MSRP. Okay. That's misleading at best. I called out a Texas group yesterday that I had a good impression of. They'd never been part of the show uh, it's an unusual group because they they have a lot of small dealerships. This guy went around and bought a bunch of dealerships in small towns, rural dealerships. Okay, mm-hmm. but they had a big they had a picture of a big lot full of used cars. There were hundreds of them, and the big title across the top said "reprocessed used cars." Pardon me, reprocessed. They wanted you to think they were repossessed oh. and that there was this huge bargain thing going on. I'd never heard that term all, Well, it's yeah. just, uh, There's no such thing as a reprocessed used car, is no, there? No. I mean, not technically. I mean, yeah. every dealer puts their used cars through a process of getting them ready to sell, but I've never heard anybody call them reprocessed. And the wording was, you know. And, and, and they, the lot didn't exist, I'm they, guessing? No, it was just a picture. And then they went... So far as to throw out one that I hate the most, all credit applications accepted. I remember asking you about that years ago. How do they do that? You just hand them a, a credit application and they'll say, okay, we accept it. Doesn't mean you're, you're approved. Has nothing to do with, you know, getting the loan, but they accepted it. <laughs> Took it from my hand to theirs. You know, the difference between dealers like that and the ones that are on our show is those dealers sit around and have think tanks on how to mislead someone. Blows my mind. And we go to San Antonio before I get angry. Jeremy, welcome. Hey, yeah, thanks for taking my call. You bet, sir. What can I help Uh, you with? So we are coming up 
on the two-year mark, May will be two years of a three-year lease on a, uh, a Mazda CX-9, the 2019. And, you know, I had a little fender bender with a deer that ended up causing, uh, you know, it was a $5,000 repair bill. I'm just curious, do I need to, how can, how do I navigate this moving forward? Is there something that I can do that will benefit me more in the long run at yeah, this point? Yeah, there is. You, you just need to, you need to ride this lease out and then you'll end up turning it in at the end of the lease without any penalty for the wreck. And and that's where you're going to get killed. If you try to trade this vehicle or you try to, you know, sell it yourself, or even if you wanted to buy it yourself, which I don't know why you would when you know it's been in a wreck. And many times with, with a wreck, with wreck damage, you run into things way down the road. The beauty part of a lease is at the end of that lease, you can just hand them the keys and say, here's your car. Oh, by the way, uh, a deer ran into it. And uh, yeah. it's your problem. You, you can't do that if you purchase a car. You're going to pay that penalty of diminished value if you, okay. if you own that car and if you don't walk away from it. So, you know, I, I don't know what you were thinking about maybe trying to trade early or something. I, I, I don't think yeah. it's, I don't think you're going to be very successful with that because that car is going to take a big knock because it's been in a wreck. Okay. Okay. Well, we like the car, you know, um, we got the lease for a reason. We like yeah. the car yeah. versus others. So, yeah, I just wanted to, to see if, if there was any, um, anything nah. kind of gain. No, but, you, you, so you're saying that best option is just let, ride it out. Now. Ride it out and turn it in. And while I'm on the subject, I've got a diminished value company I'm recommending now in Houston, Austin, and San Antonio. You can find them at our website. It's called Tiger Diminished Value, and I am some kind of impressed with them so far. Mm. This guy really gets it. I love it. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows what dealers know and what dealers don't want you to know. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. We go to Dan in Brunswick, Ohio. Hello, Dan. How can I help you? Yes, I was out uh, looking the other day trying to get your thoughts on the new 2021 Ford Broncos. Yeah. Any uh, complaints? Or I don't know if you've driven one or what you thought I did drive one. I haven't been able to get my hands on one to review. They've just been selling like hotcakes. And, you know, just about all of them were ordered for people because – Ford had a different system for the Bronco. You you went on to their website, Ford's website, and you specced it out and you placed the order and then you chose a dealer for delivery and paperwork. So okay. there, there's really not been any stock uh, unless a unless they ordered one for, from someone and that person changed their mind or whatever. Uh, they haven't. They, there's just none sitting around out there. So, so probably not a lot of negotiating if you find one. Oh, there is none. It's MSRP. Okay. Uh, you you truly are buying it from Ford. I mean, the dealer's just handling the papers, and they get a small okay. commission for doing that. So I will tell you, I've had a number of listeners that got them were early early adopters, and and 
they've taken delivery. They've had one now for, oh, I don't know, a couple of months. I've got a neighbor three doors down from me that's a dear friend. He took his truck in for service. He got one as a loaner. And that was one of the things that Ford was doing. They were paying the dealers and giving them each dealership got one Bronco loaner. So if they wanted to put one of their customers in it overnight to let them see how they liked it, et cetera, uh, they could do that. And they got paid for it. And those will eventually be for sale. I think they have to stay in loaner service for 90 days. Um, so, you know, the, the listeners I've talked to, the people I know who have them, they just absolutely love them. But I just okay. tend not to comment on vehicles until I can do an actual review, which I hope is very soon. Okay, appreciate your time very much. Thank Anytime. you. Anytime. Dan, if you got any questions there locally, talk to Rich Claben, Claben Ford, and, and tell him I sent you. Um, great guy. He'll shoot you square. And he's he's big, he's a big dealer. So when he'll get a bigger these things still, even though you order them from Ford, they still get allocated. And he'll have a bigger allocation than any dealer there in the uh, Cleveland, o- Ohio area. Rich Claben, Claben Ford, great guy. On a fishing show, you get the Carp Pro. But this show has Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. Call him now at 1 800 926 7777. This hour of CarPro USA is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. See what you can do at Progressive.com. So you've been talking about this uh, Hyundai GV, or I'm sorry, Hyundai Genesis GV80 that you've been driving this week yes. uh, so much. And you've made me and I'm sure many of our listeners go, you know, a little, get a little drooly about it. Is it going to be in stock or is it one of these that everyone that comes in is going to immediately find a new home and a new driveway? I suspect they're going to be hard to come by for a while. Um, I, I, I don't know the answer to your question because I know some Genesis dealers that we have have got, you know, five or six on the ground and, and a good number coming in. Uh, others, everyone that comes in is sold in advance. I don't know. Hmm. Just going to be one of those allocation things, you know. They're they're going to build all they can, but the auto industry's had trouble building, you know, because of COVID and because of microchip shortages. Story we had in the newsletter just last week, as a matter of fact. Let's talk to Lee in Rosenberg, California. Welcome, hi Lee. Hi, I'm. I just had my car totaled. It was a Corolla. Oh, I'm sorry. And I can't. I kind of don't want to go uh, Toyota anymore. I want an economy-sized car. You were talking about hybrids, and I'm, you're making me change my mind to a hybrid. Um, I'm looking for a 2017 to 19. I was looking at the Acura ILX, which I really, really like, and I know they're noisy and probably expensive for parts. I also like the Honda Civic. Um, and they have a lease right now for the new ones for two sixteen a month, yeah, but you have to put down like two thousand something like two thousand six hundred. Right. Um, and uh, and now I'm thinking about hybrids. So what do you think? I'm looking for economy used cars. So. Well, if you if you don't want a Toyota, then I would go either with a Hyundai, 
or the Honda. The Hyundai, the Sonata is a bigger car than what you're used to, but it's it's a great, it's a great SUV. I mean, it's a great sedan, and it's not of yeah, it's not all of them, but you can get it in a hybrid, and they're not overly. A hybrid would be better. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're gonna. Okay. I mean, gas mile, gas prices are moving up, and the higher right. they go, the more you save. And okay. So, yeah, I think, you know, if, if it were me doing it, I love the hybrid systems today. My next car may or may not be a hybrid. It may or may not be an all-electric. I don't know. I'm just going to see what's out there when okay. I'm ready. But if I had the choice between a gas and a hybrid, and it was a good car, like what I'm talking about here, either a Toyota, a Honda, or a Hyundai, then yeah, I'd I'd go I'd go with hybrid for sure. When you say Honda, which one would you suggest? The Civic is okay. Yeah, the Civic's fine. I I still don't think their battery pack will go as far as the Toyotas will, but you know it it's okay. still going to be it's going to get you well over a hundred thousand miles on the battery pack. And, and that's the biggest expense you'd have. A Toyota economy size. Which one would you suggest? I, Corolla. Uh, oh, Corolla. Okay. Yep. You I think mean, they're better than a, a Honda or a Hyundai? I, I don't think there's a better hybrid system out there than the Toyota. And that's oh. that's the the statement I will make based on the fact that Toyota was the first to ever build a hybrid, uh, and they've been making them for 20 years, and they've been okay. spectacular throughout that 20 years. So, What do you think of the ILX? the Acura it's a, hybrid. It, it, it's a fancy Honda. You don't, is it very expensive in parts like, or nah, than Honda? It, it's really not. It's not any more expensive than, than a Honda. The labor, the labor cost will be a little bit more, uh, just because, you know, it's a luxury car, but underneath. Have you driven one? Sure. Have you driven Is it noisy? People are saying it's noisy. I didn't notice it. Now, I haven't had an ILX in several years, but typically cars have gotten quieter instead of noisier. It's a real pretty car. I really like it. Yeah. So. Drive one. See what you think. I got good dealers for all of them in Southern California. They'll take good care of you. Trust them. The other thing you need to do is you need to go to carprousa.com, find my FAQ page, and read my article about how to to negotiate with an insurance adjuster. You're fixing to go through that. They're going to try to give you as little as they can for your current car that's totaled out. You need to make sure that they're being fair with you, and I tell you how to do that. Unfortunately, you've used your allotment of 100 questions, and we got to go. Thank you for calling. Let us know how we can help you. We appreciate it very much. And uh, let's, let's, uh, let's talk one more time about the newsletter uh, because there were some 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 just some great articles in there this week. I thought the one that got the least amount of interest, and I thought it would do better, was about what first time buyers should do. I thought that one would get clicked on and shared a lot. I can tell you why I think it didn't. I'm all ears. I think most of our listeners are not anywhere close to first time buyers. But they, 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 they know first-time buyers. Maybe. They got grandkids and I kids don't. that are buying their first car. I don't. 
Not everybody does. <laughs> the one that the one that surprised me that got a lot of clicks more than I expected. Yes. The uh, the video, my video. Besides that, <laughs> the information you had about the new 2021 Roush version of the Ford Ranger. Now, yeah. if you don't know who Roush is, Jerry will tell you what that means. Yeah, Jack Roush. He makes some spectacular packages for Fords. Uh, he was a race car driver himself. He, I had him at my dealership several times, and he was uh, he, he just a nice guy. That, and if I remember, if I got my facts straight in my head, he survived like three plane crashes. Yes, he did. And the last one was the worst one, the one that almost killed him. He was piloting it himself. I was really sad to see that. In the uh, automotive world, what he was famous for, in my mind, is – one of our our Ford sponsor in Dallas. Yeah, let me have a day with a Roush Mustang one day, <laughs> and I swear, I thought that thing was going to pull a wheelie when I jacked it out oh, of the yeah. stop line. They, they they make some spectacular. I mean, so he's going to do that to the Ranger. Yeah, the Roush is. He was he, Jack Roush never got the accolades and 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 things that Carroll Shelby got, mm -hmm. but. In his own right, he really put some neat cars out there. So really, that's what they're going to do to the Ranger. It's yeah. going to be a hot rod pickup. Yeah, it's probably going to be more of an off-road package, it looked to me like. Oh. Uh, we had information on the 2022 Lexus IS500 F-Sport with 472 horses. What a transformation to watch Lexus getting into performance. 477 horsepower, small, the smallest Lexus they make, except... In cars, anyway. Yeah. That's that's shocking. I know. It is. But there it is. Subscribe today. We'll get you a copy of it today. Um, and, and you'll get it every Friday from that point on. And remember, one of the I think one of the best things that we do in our newsletter is we tell you about recalls before anybody else does. It's always there. We've got a recall section that uh, this week it was BMW, Audi, Ford, Mercedes, and Nissan all had recalls. Call Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, 1-800-926-7777. Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA. Let me run down. Jerry I was talking about some of the articles in the newsletter this week. Um, let me just hit a few of them. He had a, a personal story, loved reading it, about his week with no power and how the Dodge he had and a product called a Halo Bolt saved him. He had the answer to the question, will my car last 200,000 miles? He had the J.D. Power Dependability Study, with Lexus, Porsche, and Kia being the stars. He had his true story about the lottery winner, which was bittersweet. The recalls, the information about gas prices going up, covered a lot of uh, territory. We do every week. This one wasn't any longer. Or I don't think the content was any better necessarily than it usually is. I, well, it's always terrific. I've learned through the years of doing the, we've done the newsletter since 08, you know, and what people read, what they like, and I try to stick to those things. You know, we know they love lists. Yeah, numbers. <laughs> best-selling luxury suvs yeah i forgot to of mention all that. sizes yeah let's talk to wes in san antonio 
Wes, what's on your mind? Very good to talk to you guys. Thank you, buddy. Um, I, uh... Wes, I think you're, you're cutting out on us here. Are, are, are you... Okay. Can you hear me there now? Yep, I got you now. Let's try it there. Okay. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I don't get real good service here. Uh, but I've got, uh, I typically, I haven't bought a new car in forever. So, um, and I, I, uh, pull a lot of trailers, uh, small, small cattle trailers, small tractors, uh, you know, usually around 10 to 12,000 pounds. Yeah. And I'm just looking for, uh, looking at getting a new truck. What I drive right now is, a is an O3 Ford, uh, and, uh, it's a King ranch in it. And I've, I've never had one like that. And it's, it's, uh. I was surprised at how quiet the ride was oh, God, yeah. for a truck. Yeah, they're amazing. They're amazing. Oh. So so is the new Ram, by the way. If you like quietness, it's okay. even quieter. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was kind of my question. Like I'm not I don't I'm not uh real particular, you know, Ford, uh Dodge, Chevy, GM. Uh but I was looking for, you know, one like uh like I said, I have to drive a two thousand three right now. So mileage is not a big you know, I I I'd like to get I look more for longevity and durability because the one I buy, I'll probably run it into the ground before I get a new one. Yeah. And and are you confident about that 10 to 12,000 pounds of, of, you know, what you're towing? Because that can make a huge difference. Uh, yeah. So that's what I tow pretty regular. Uh, I have some that are heavier than that, but then I usually, uh, I have another truck that I use uh, for that for pull, pulling the real heavy stuff uh and let because uh, the gas mileage is kind of the thing there's the one that i uh use to pull the heavy trailers it gets terrible gas mileage uh so if, if there's something I, if i could step up and you know and maybe get a uh a, a, you know a one ton if the i don't know if the gas mileage has improved or i'm sure it has but uh yeah the diesels between us. the diesels are getting much better fuel economy today although they're not rated but the difference today is, you know, 10 years ago, you had to have a very uh, low ratio rear end to, to haul a lot of weight. A 410 rear end and a 410 yeah. rear end is just going to get horrible gas mileage towing and not towing. Today, the diesel uh-huh. engines have got so much more power that you can, I mean, I had, I had a three, I tested the first, uh, or second 6.7 Ford that I tested, it had a 331 rear end, and I laughed when I saw the window sticker because I said, okay, this truck ain't going to pull nothing with a 331. It, it's going to be good for fuel economy, but that truck was weight rated at 16,000 pounds. With a 331? Yes, and you don't even know what a 331 yes, is. Yes, I do, it is. No, you don't. Yes, I do. So, I, you know, for me, Wes, I would look at the Ford, I, I, there's just things about it that I like better than all the competition out there. Uh, but but check them out real close. Go over to McCombs Ford West, ask for Henry Finley, the GM, and he'll take really good care of you. So many choices. Gasoline, hybrid, electric. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you make a decision. Call 1-800-926-7777. Gary in Austin, Texas. Welcome. How can I help you? Hi, Gary. Hi, buddy. What's uh, up? My son is graduating from Baylor this spring, and he got accepted to Cornell, so he's going to be going to Ithaca, New York. 
and we need to get him a four-wheel drive vehicle that's big enough to haul all of his gear, a bicycle inside, and uh, won't kill us on insurance, something that's dependable, probably something that's under warranty. And he's six foot four, so just wanted to see what you had, any recommendations we should look at. Well, I'm going to tell you to look at Subarus. Um, I don't know for sure that the Outback or the Forester is going to be big enough for what he needs. You'd have to probably go up to the Ascent, uh, which is a little bigger than midsize SUV, but it's a great one. Now, the Forester has got more height in the cargo area. It could do the job. I I just don't know. And if it will, it's going to be less money, and it's a great SUV. But from a safety standpoint, Gary, from the all-wheel drive system, which is the best in the industry, and and the eyesight safety system to keep him safe when he's driving, uh, I got to tell you, if it were my son, he'd definitely be in a Subaru. The question is just which one, you know. Okay. And uh, insuring those for a kid that's going to be 23 and be 25 when he sells it, going to be okay on insurance? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be worse than anything else out there. You know, you you kind of got these days, the insurance has gotten so competitive that you've really got to do some shopping. The good news is you can do it all online now instead of, you know, picking up the phone and calling a bunch of them. Um, So I'd check around on that, check with your own agent, see what, you know, what happens if you add him to the policy or if you just get a new policy. But that's something that I don't get into a whole lot, to be totally honest with you. I've got Austin Subaru. They're right there in Austin, and they're great people. They're at my website under Certified Dealers. So many choices. Gasoline, hybrid, electric. The Flintstones car where you pedal with your feet. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you decide which is right for you. It's not the Flintstones car. Call 1-800-926-7777. 